Greetings, and welcome back to another episode of The Marriage Chronicles. This is your girl, Naila, and because I am unaware of what time you're listening to this, good morning, good afternoon, and good evening to you. So today for me is Tuesday, December 7th, 2021. It is 10.22 p.m. So you guys, yes, I am recording really late tonight. I was debating on if I was going to come and record tonight because I didn't really feel like I had anything to talk about. Well, I don't really feel like I have anything (laughs) to talk about, but I didn't want to disappoint. Um, I don't know. I've just been kind of feeling a little unmotivated for the last, uh, day or so. (laughs) So, um, yeah. Um, I don't know. Um, yeah, I need to, I gotta, I gotta get out of my head. I'm just feeling so, I don't know. It's like, like I said, anything that you put out there, it's going to be tested. It is going to be tested, anything you say. And so something that I've been, you know, talking about is um, just doing it. Do it December, you know. Um, and y'all, my, my do it December ain't been, it ain't been doing what I, <laughs> what I, what I, what I expected it to do. Um, I've just been kind of, I don't know, it's like. Um, when I have the motivation to do something I'm like, Oh, I'm going to do this, do that. Um, then my kids will happen and they'll be like, it'll be a day where I absolutely don't have anywhere that I have to be. I'll be like, yay, I'm just going to stay home today. Then folks will find a reason for me to get out and run around. And last night, I was yesterday when I was working, I was feeling so inspired, you all inspired on so many, you know, different levels, you know, to do certain things. And after they got through with me, I couldn't do nothing but come in here and lay down. Y'all came in here and I laid down and went to sleep at seven or eight o'clock. I came in here and I just laid down like, dude. I was just so irritated because I wanted to sing yesterday so bad. That was just what I wanted to do. I've been listening to um, to different, you know, artists that could really just blow, you know. And um, yeah, it, I was about to say, <laughs> I was listening to them to them artists that can really sing those artists that seem like they just smell good (laughs) I don't know if anybody else feels this way but there is a certain type of gospel artist that it just seemed like they just smell really good Uh, Marvin Winans um, Karen Clark Shear you know what I mean there were just certain people that was just you know coming through you know what I mean, BBCC whinings, and you know, it just man, Spotify was was really doing, um, 
doing me some some good uh listening to them their their uh automatic plays after the song the initial song that I chose man they had some smell good artists now I don't know if these people smell good or not you know that I know that but for some reason they just seem like they smell good I don't <laughs> Yes, I know, y'all. The mind of Naila is... Here you go. Ta-da! Anyway, so I was listening to different artists, and I was singing with them, and I was just like, oh, my God, I really just want to sing when I get off work. You know, my daughter don't got to work. I am about to sit here, and I'm going to record, you know, I'm going to record something today. And then they found reasons to use up a great amount of my time yesterday. And I was just thoroughly irritated, thoroughly irritated. I didn't want to hear nobody knock on my bedroom door, nothing. I just wanted to be left alone. Y'all, I came in here and I laid down and I was like, I know I should be writing on my book. I should be doing something. But it, I'm just not motivated anymore after you know what I mean when when you're in a creative state of mind and a flow and somebody comes and interrupts that man that's just no bueno no bueno so yeah I went to bed extremely early uh yesterday um and yeah and then today I'm uh trying to work and just it even work was like strange um because it was like and that was today yesterday i was kicking butt at work okay kicking butt i wasn't even talking to nobody in the ims chatting nothing i was just kicking butt doing my work you know especially that also is the reason why um, I didn't record my podcast until after I got off work because y'all I was like so like so just kicking butt when it came to work and you know I'm gonna share this little story that that motivated me and made me have more respect for my employer um just off the subject real quick um so I had um put in an Instacart order uh the previous day and um during the 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 order just some bogus stuff happened the girl you know had an attitude she didn't communicate with me uh, there was a uh, part of my order where I needed two two things of something because, you know, I was getting them for my sons. And so she just gets one one bag of of chips and says uh, and, 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 and she's like puts it in the cart and I see it and I say, hey, is there um, is th- I can't tell if. If this Instacart, you know, is just malfunctioning on me. But um, did you happen to get two bags? And she said, they only had one. You know, I'm just picturing that she sounded like this, y'all. They only had one. So I said, 
okay, um, well, is there any other, you know, chip because you guys, I did put in like, if they don't have this, get this. She didn't look at that. She didn't care. So I, I was trying to communicate with her. I said, Hey, um, you know, uh, do they have another type of, of, of chip that's similar to that? I'm sorry. I'm already gone. I, I already left the store. I'm just like, uh, so I said, I wish you would have communicated with me. Cause she did this with a f- quite a few things on my list. Like I didn't get hardly anything on the list. Like her shopping for me was completely un, um, had no benefits. Okay. It was not beneficial at all. Um, so it was just like a waste of money because, you know, on Instacart, you have to, um, get at least $35 worth of everything, uh, of stuff so you can get free delivery. So even though I only needed like two or three things on the list, I made a $35 minimum purchase and the things that I was the one or two things I was really wanting she didn't she she didn't even get so it was like a waste of money a waste of time i was frustrated because now one of my sons don't have you know something that they asked for and it therefore causing something else in my house to be eaten that i was reserving for a meal and y'all it was just it was frustrating i know this is this scene might seem petty to y'all but it it was it made me so angry i gave her a rating the lowest rating i could possibly give her and you know because like because even afterwards i was like well i really wish you would have communicated with me they only had one so i just got one and you girl for what i took that tip back i gave her a review i was so angry and i don't like doing that i like to still give people tips and stuff but i was so angry at her attitude i was so angry that i was talking out loud to myself and was like come on if somebody hires you to do something they're hiring you for a reason and then you go and then you do whatever the heck you want to do and do it however you want to do it you know what i mean it does not benefit the employer at all and I started to hear the words that were coming out of my own mouth and I said and that goes for you too Naila your employer they they hired you to do a job and to do it the way that they're asking you to do it and you don't get to decide, oh, well, I'm just going to do it like this. Oh, well, you get what I'm saying? And it just made me be, it made me want to be really productive at work. And that's what I did yesterday. I was just very productive because I was just like, they hired me, you know, let me make sure that I'm doing everything, you know, as swiftly, as quickly as I can and with with minimum errors you get what i'm saying and if they approach me about something 
not have an attitude about it. They they hired me for something and I'm sure they want it done a certain way. So yeah, it's just sometimes you got to listen to the things that you're saying that you're complaining about other people and apply it to yourself. And that is going to help you a lot in life. If you if you complain about somebody else, think about think about put think about you, you know, put yourself in in that, you know, in those shoes, you get what I'm saying? Um, that you don't want to be who somebody's complaining about or feeling salty about like you're feeling. You get what I'm saying? So treat others as you want to be treated. So, yeah, so that's the reason why I didn't end up recording until um, yesterday um, evening. But, yeah, I was just in a place of solitude. I was feeling so good at that point then I had to hop up and all of that great energy all of that oh I feel so oh I feel so great I feel so you go to say all of that just all my calm went out the window um (laughs) I was frustrated in the car because I was trying to listen to I was trying to listen back to my podcast um, that I had recorded before we left the house because I, 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 I listened back to it to make sure there's no errors and something I need to correct because just like <laughs> I didn't have to listen back the one day, uh, where I was saying the garden of Gethsemane instead of the garden of Eden. I didn't have to, cause I caught myself. I started thinking, have I been I caught it within the episode, so I didn't have to go back and listen to that episode. But a lot of times I'll go back um, and I'll listen so I can put a disclaimer out because I don't like to give um, falsified information. I don't like to, even if it's on accident, I don't like to do that. So a lot of times I will go back and I will listen Um, before anybody else can listen, like as soon as I, you know, but I was already behind on doing that because I was out with them. And then it was just like, they was getting irritated. My son was getting irritated because my earphones was in and he was trying to say something to me. And it's just like, dude, y'all already, you know, taking up my time and my energy driving y'all somewhere. And now you need even my headspace too. Y'all was so irritated, y'all. He just came home and just laid down in the bed and just went to sleep. Early did a mug. Woke up in the middle of the night, <laughs> listened to the word a little bit, and then um went back to sleep. Woke up refreshed and ready to go just for me to get tripped up in my work today and was just like oh my gosh but I did start um my workout today I started uh working out today um just slowly going into uh working out um because y'all I have to lose I have to let go of at least 50 pounds because um I am not comfortable with this weight on me where people are like, oh, you thick, you look good, you look nice. No, I don't. Not not to my standards. I need to, it's not just about how I look. You know, there's a lot of people, you look sick, you know, when I lost weight. Because a lot of people down here just knew me as a bigger chick. 
because my husband had fattened me up before we got down here. So I was a bigger chick, but you know, they don't understand that I'm small by nature, but, um, you know, just going through a pandemic. And then when my husband was around and he loves to eat, just fattening me up, y'all. Mm-mm. So, you know, people here is, you look sick. What are you, you lost too much weight. And for me, I feel like, don't, don't, don't do that. Don't roll up on somebody and be like, you lost too much weight. You look sick. Leave that person alone. What are you doing? That's rude. Don't do that. People would do that to me so much here in Kansas City and it would tick me off because I'm like, leave me alone. So you want me to be unhealthy. You want me to be technically morbidly obese. You want me to not feel well. You want it to be hard for me to sing because I got this extra weight on me. You guys, y'all can't, you can't listen to other people and what they talking about and what they think look good or is good for you. What's good for you? What's good for you? Um, that is going to give you the most quality of life is doing what you need to do for you. What, how do you like to look? How do you like to feel me? Quite frankly, I don't like, uh, being out of breath and, you know what I mean? Feeling groggy and looking like maybe I feel that way. <laughs> I don't like how heavy I am right now. Um, so I'm slowly but surely working on that. So, yeah, I guess this is just an update uh, on everything. But anyway, um, I ended up talking to my mother-in-law uh day before yesterday that was just she she called me by mistake but then we ended up you know talking and everything and it went pretty well and everything and so yeah man I'm just I talked to her about the decision that I made not to um get my husband a gift this year and I was just like telling her about how you know, it was like my first time not, you know, getting him anything since I've met him, you know, for his birthday and how hard it was for me. And she actually did the same thing this year. She didn't get anything for him either um, this year. And she said it was her first time in 44 years, not getting it, getting a gift for him. And and it was hard for her too. And I said, I can only imagine. Yeah. Um, but yeah, my husband's just not in a good headspace with anyone, uh, right now. Uh, it's not just me. It's just any and everyone. He's just not in a good headspace. Um, and I'm really concerned, you know, about him. Um, because he's pushing any and everyone away that actually cares about him. Um, and so I'm, I just have to continue to, uh, pray for him because it's, it's, it's not, you know, cause for, for the longest I did, I took it personally, which it is a personal thing. He left me, um, you know, um, I took it as though it was an isolated incident. 
I took it as though he just hates me, you know, um, and so that's why, like, you know, I used to sit here and be like, dang, what do I do to make him just hate me that much? But um, now I'm seeing it's, it's not an isolated incident. It's not just me that's on this receiving end of, of hatred, you know, coming off of him. So I just have to continue to pray for him, you know, because I really love my husband. I was telling her. Uh, because, you know, he lives with her now. And I was telling her, I said, I don't know what's going on. I said, but my heart has been growing for him. Like I've had like the compassion for him has been growing and I feel like I'm falling more in love with him is weird she said yeah that is weird I said yeah because why is that happening when nothing has taken place to make me believe that anything in the natural has changed (laughs) I said it's got to be God because I don't understand and it could also be you know distance making the heart grow fonder but I don't know, because there's some times where I really want to be mad at him. There are some times where I am mad at him. And then this whole gush of wind will blow over me and, and it'll just be so much compassion for him and so much love for him and admiration and respect. And when I tell y'all this ain't nothing but God. I t- I'm, I lie not. I lie not to you. It, it is definitely God's grace. Um, and I'm so thankful for it because I could be sitting here and I could be bitter over uh, the trauma that, that he caused by walking away. I could be bitter by all the bills that were dropped on me all of a sudden that were supposed to be half and down the middle, you know, um, four months into us signing the lease together and having these plans and just, there are times I just feel so mad. I'm sorry, you guys, uh, it's a text message. Let me put my phone on vibrate. But yeah, there's so many times that I could be bitter. You know, and then uh, just treating me as though I did something terrible to him or I cheated or I'm just a a crazy criminal or something. You know what I'm saying? By blocking me and just, oh, she crazy. You know what I mean? And I literally did nothing to receive that type of behavior from him. You guys, I could really be angry and really be bitter, but instead, God has graced me with the ability to be better instead of bitter. And that's huge, y'all, that I can sit here and take what could have been a disaster and allowed it to make me better instead of bitter. Y'all, that, that's huge. That's huge. The things that he said to me, I could have just taken it and been bitter over it. Instead, I decided, no, I'm going to be better. You, you tell me I suck at being a wife. 
I'm going to excel at it. You tell me I suck at this or that. I'm going to, because I am the one who succeeds, <laughs> as my name, mean the, the meaning of my name, because I am the one who succeeds, I am going to try and prove you wrong. Like, what? You think I suck? Oh, I suck. Really? Okay. Watch this. I just... <laughs> Or it's, you know, most of the time I'm just trying to prove it to myself, really. Um, because I can, if, if, if I sit in that thing, I'll start to believe it and it'll become a truth to me instead of an opinion of someone else's that was just really harsh. So in, in my defense, what I do is I, I just decide, no, Naila, you are better than this. And you got to convince yourself of it before anyone else can believe it. You have to convince yourself that you are better than what they're saying, you know, about you. You can do anything as long as you have Christ ahead of your life in the center. You can do anything. And so negativity it hurts me, but it helps me a lot of times. Uh, and it don't always help right away. At first, it's just a whole bunch of hurt. <laughs> but then it's like I can transform it into, no, you don't get the best of me. Like, I've got to prove it to myself. Bump proving it to you. I've got to prove to myself that I'm better than this. You know, um. You can stand around and, and, and see it too, but I'm trying to make myself see it. You know, a lot of times I'm just trying to prove to myself that I'm better. You know what I mean? Because if I don't prove that to myself, like I said, I'll believe it. It'll become a truth instead of an opinion of someone else's. And so, yeah. Um, Y'all, this thankfulness that I have this extreme level of thankfulness that I've come into it is very strong you guys like there are so many there are several times a day that I will just look at myself and I'll say Lord I thank you or I'll just think Lord I thank you like if I happen to pass by a mirror Sometimes, you know, when I'm in the bathroom and I'm washing my hands and the mirror's right there, I look at myself and I'll say, Lord, I thank you. I'm so thankful. I'm so thankful. You know, because, y'all, this peace that I have is just a peace that for real passes all understanding. You know, um, I feel like, like I said, I'm getting bitter and not better. I mean, I'm, ooh, did you hear that? I'm getting better, not bitter, you know? Um, and that's what I really want to encourage you all to do is to get better, not bitter. The best thing you can do when you're being criticized is to stop and look at yourself and say, is there any truth in this statement? Even though it was said harshly, even though it was said, you know, whatever, after you get done being mad about it, you know, and get out your feelings, <laughs> ask yourself, is there any validity in what was said? 
And if so, I need to, instead of getting bitter, I need to get better. I need to think about that. And how can I, how can I change? Uh, How can I like cultivate myself? How can I, how can I change in a way that, how can I improve? You know, what can I do um, if there is truth in this? What can I do to be better? And that is the key to not being bitter is just bettering yourself due to it. Just think of criticism as just really harsh advice. (laughs) And if there is no truth or no validity in it, then you don't have to think of it at all. It's just like, okay, you're just mad. And you're just mad. (laughs) And don't let that, don't let people transfer their feelings onto you. Um, Have you ever been in a good mood, chilling and good and everything else? Somebody come along and they say something and they just transfer like whatever they was feeling they transferred it on to you they don't now they seem like they're going on about their business like what they was even frustrated about ain't even bothering them no more it's because they've transferred it off of them onto you don't allow people to do that don't allow people to do that um and i know that's easier said than done but we have to learn how to just check ourselves, look in the mirror, check ourselves and be like, is there any truth in this statement? Yes, it hurts, but is there any truth? If there's truth, get better, not bitter. If there is no truth in it, then keep it moving. What they say, brush your shoulders off, move around, dust the, you know, dust the, 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 the knock the dust off your feet and keep it moving. You get what I'm saying? We have to learn how to um, not always get in our feelings. Sometimes it's inevitable. Sometimes being in our feelings is just part of being human. You know what I mean? But it's not meant for us to take those feelings and let those feelings lead us and guide us in decisions, in decision making. That's how people end up with screwed up lives is they they get in their feelings And they decide to do something based off of how they're feeling right then and there. You need to take a beat. Then when you're calm, make a choice, make a decision. But um, that's what I that's what I did concerning my marriage, too. I remember um, back when my husband was still here and I got really angry with him one day because he said, some really harsh things and one of the things that he said was well I just I can't um I'm I'm the only reason why I'm here right now is because I'm not financially um set to leave and that made me mad I'm like oh no you can't just be here just because your finances ain't right so you're using me you know what I mean I was just so angry and you know it was it was some other things that had taken place and I realized, um, oh, you really hate me. Oh, let me hurry up before you leave. Let me go ahead and serve him papers while he's still here. Because afterwards he's saying, I'm not going to know where he's going. Let me serve him now. And I 
called up a lawyer and asked them about it and what was it going to take and they quoted me this price and they said oh because you work where you work at you know um you get a certain percentage off and if you act today then we can do this we can get these papers drawn up and we can have it served to him um um by the end of it was really quick y'all it was like the next day they could have served him and all i had to do was just pay the money i had the money um and i was just like yeah i'm about to yeah i'm about to you know what i mean <laughs> Ooh, you better you know <laughs> i was in my feelings and i was so angry like let me do this before you leave. Cause you know, cause he said to me, um, when I leave, I'm not, you're not going to know where I'm at and I'm not going to be looking contacting you for no divorce or nothing. I'm just going to leave and you're never going to be able to find me. So with that, I panicked and I was like, Oh, Hey, no, you're not finna have me hemmed up for the rest of my life. <laughs> you gone about your business. About, I'm gonna find somebody else. I ain't gotta divorce you. <laughs> I was so angry. And I remember I called a friend of mine, a mutual friend of me and my husband's. I called a friend of mine and I told him what was up and what I was about to do. And he said, Is that really what you want to do? And I was like, yeah. And then I was like, shoot, I don't know. And he was like, I tell you what. Sleep on it, Naila. Sleep on it. And and if you still feeling this way tomorrow, go ahead. And I was like feeling anxious about it. You know, even though the word of God tells you to be anxious for nothing. I was feeling anxious. Like, I got to do it. Yeah, I got to do it because he going to leave. He going to leave. <laughs> And I remember, I said, okay, I'll give you that. I'll sleep on it. And at the time, um, I think my husband might have been at work at the moment. And I was just, oh, I, oh, 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 I was going to have have him served at the house right then and there. <laughs> have him served while he's in the house with me. Because <laughs> I was like, at least now I know I know his address. This is silliness. That wasn't going to do nothing but add fuel to the fire. And the next day, I looked at that lawyer's, lawyer's number. And I said, I can't do it. <laughs> I can't do it. I cannot do it. Because the only reason why I'm doing it is to try to beat him to the punch or try to, you know, and, 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 and that was kind of a, a manipulation thing too, because, you know, I feel like, because it was just like, he ain't feel like paying for that. You know what I mean? And, and all that, you know, because I had asked him, I said, are you gonna, are we getting a divorce away? He was like, you can do what you want to do. I ain't got the funds to be doing, you know what I mean? And so I was just like thinking afterwards, I was like, no, man, you want a divorce? You got to file that mess. You know what I mean? It's what I started thinking to myself. I didn't say that to him, but I was just like, no, now you look, cut it out. 
cut it out. Those are his feelings of wanting a divorce. Those are not your feelings. So don't you go out here and do something you can't undo. You know, don't go out here and do something you can't undo. God ain't told you to go and do that. So you need to just chill. Okay, quit being all huffy about it because you guys, it, I heard Creflo Dollar say something on Sunday and it really impacted me. It was real basic and real simple, but it really impacted me. He said times where he gets afraid or times where he starts feeling anxious like, Maybe what God has promised isn't going to come to pass. He said he stops and he says, he talks, you know, to that anger. And he says, no, God loves me. And because he loves me, um, I know, I, I know that what he said is going to come to pass. And so he addresses every time he feels those feelings, he says, God loves me. And he and it's just a reminder. And y'all know that's really simple. But when he said it, y'all, sometimes the simplest elementary things are the most profound and the most, you get what I'm saying, impactful things. Um, to say, God loves me. And if you know that God loves you, know, you, you know he's got your, your best interest at heart. You know he's not going to desert you, you know he's not going to drop you or let you fall. If you know that God loves you, then you know that he's got your best interest at heart. You know that he thinks of you as a child, as his child. And if he thinks of you as his child, he he cares about the things that you care about. You know what I mean? A lot of times, well let me put it in a different way, you know, there are times where I could care less about some of the stuff that my kids are talking about, but because it means so much to them, then it impacts me and means something to me because I don't like to see them hurt or sad or frustrated or angry, you know, and it's the same thing with God. If we as, as flawed humans can feel this way about our children, imagine how much more the creator, you know, God himself, how much he feels for you and doesn't want to see you in a, you know, messed up state of mind. He cares for you. So he's going to care for you and the things that you care for. You know, he's going to give you the desires of your heart, even if the desires of your heart isn't coming in a way that you thought it would come. You get what I'm saying? There are times that I think about this whole situation with uh with my husband and I said cuz cuz you guys look here I I'm gonna tell y'all this I know I'm a preacher's wife I know I am and I've been knowing since I was like in the 7th 8th grade I know that I am now that means one or two things that means that either my husband's going to get himself together and come on back and do what he's called to do that he's running from. Because I do believe my husband is called to preach. Um, He's either going to do what, what he's called to do 
or or it's going to work out and somebody else is going to come along. And you get what I'm saying? God is going to take care of me regardless of what happens in this situation. So why should I sit around and stress about it? I shouldn't. Because guess what? God's word is good. If he says something, believe on it. And guess what? If it doesn't go down the way that you think, know that it's going to go down better than what you think. You know? Because he he doesn't think the way that we think. He goes, he 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 goes, he exceeds our expectations. The word of God says that he he'll do exceedingly abundantly above all we could ever ask or think. And so with that, think of of the best scenario that you could ever think of for yourself and know that God exceeds that, supersedes that. That's that's mega. That's mega. I know that God is going to to come through for me regardless. He got me. You know what I'm saying? Regardless, because my husband, he has a choice. He has a choice. But understand that just because if he if he decides to make a jacked up raggedy choice, it's it's not going to doom me. You get what I'm saying? I'm not doomed because of him making a raggedy choice. God still has me. God still has this thing, this wonderful thing called grace and mercy. Do you get what I'm saying? Like I've told y'all so many times in the word of God where it says if the believing, if the unbelieving spouse leaves, let him leave. Let her leave. You know, then you're not bound. You're not bound at that point. If they choose to leave and you're standing here still willing to be their spouse. That's the only time that I see, you know what I mean? And that's just grace. Um, That's just grace, y'all. <laughs> that is grace. See, let me tell y'all something. God always always works things out for the good of those who love him always so if you're in the right position and you're in the right stature and you're doing what God says do he's always going to cover you do you get what I'm saying there there are other people they have they have their own will and their own choices that they have to make but if you continue to to stand upright and do your part and do what's right, God's going to always make sure you're covered. He ain't going to desert you and you over here doing his will and trying to keep things going and do things right. He's not going to fault you for their decision and their choice. You get what I'm saying? But we have to make sure that we're faithful when it comes down to God. We got to do our part. You get what I'm saying? So, yeah. I don't know how I got on all this. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, I've just been so, so thankful because I know God's got me. Regardless of, of my husband's choices, my, my, my God, I'm going to say my husband, God is our husband, okay? Because we're the church. My heavenly father. Husband 
head of household. You know what I'm saying? He got me regardless. Regardless, you know, of what happens here in the physical. He's going to produce something greater than I could ever uh, think or imagine, expect. I want the husband that I have back. You know, I want him back. Um, but, you know, and, and I, I don't want a divorce. I don't believe in divorce. But that's the only way that I'll get a divorce is if it's like, yeah, you know. But um, you know, or unless God is just like, look, you know, um, he's not gonna do this, he's not gonna do that, and I need you to do this so this can come through. You know what I'm saying? I don't know, y'all. I don't know what God gonna say to me. Um, but I know what what he has said to me already. And so I have to remain true and faithful to that. And I have to be patient with it. Um, a lot of people expect whatever they've asked for it to just happen. Like God is a genie in a lamp and it's just going to happen instant, instantaneously. You get what I'm saying? Um, when in reality, long suffering still exists. Sometimes we have to, you know, there's just some long suffering that we got to go through. And that's just, that's, that's okay. You're not going to die. Do you hear me? That long suffering, you, there's a reason. Okay. There is an appointed time for what is being promised to you. What has been promised to you. So just, just wait it out. Y'all always say that weight got a weight to it. You know what I mean? Waiting is heavy. Oh, it's heavy. You know, because a lot of times we just want things instantly. You know, we got instant popcorn. We got instant oats. We got instant everything. Oh, you just turn on. You know what I mean? We, you know, we just got instant everything. Everything. We can be somewhere else and, and, and decide, oh, when I get home, I want this and that waiting on me. And we can order it and it could just be at our door when we when we get home or when we get home, you know, our dinner is, 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 is arriving in 10 more minutes. You know what I'm saying? Like everything is just so fast and so quick and so instant. But know that some things you're going to have to wait for. And that's okay. You're not going to die. Some things you just got to wait for. That wait got to wait to it. Seriously. And that's okay. It's building your character. That's okay. This is the time to improve, okay? This is the time um, to get it together. This is the time, you know, um, this, this, this time of isolation, this place of isolation. This is the time to, you know, um, get yourself together. This is the time to search your mind and your heart for those things that are hurting you that you're trying to hold on to a grudge. And like I said, be better, not bitter. Find the truth. Fix it. Dump the lies. Okay? That's what you do. Be better, not bitter. So anyway... All right, you guys, I am going to go. I don't even know what I've talked about this whole time. <laughs> I really felt like I didn't have anything to talk about before I came on here. 
but I hope it has been um, insightful. I, I hope someone was able to get something from it. I hope someone will be able. Y'all, I ain't posted this yet. I hope someone will be able to get something out of this. But yes, uh, you guys, thank you so much for listening. I appreciate every single one of you uh, who continues to listen to me. Who are listening to me? <laughs> Obviously, you guys. And I appreciate y'all for that. Um, so yeah, y'all, I love you. Know that God loves you too. Um, remember to keep your attitudes in check. And remember, you guys, be better, not bitter. All right. Until next time. Peace. Have Instagram? Follow me at the Marriage Chronicles underscore for updates on when new episodes are available and much more. See you there.